0: The KGEZ 2020 News Midday Summary continues with Logan Health's To Your Health. health. Here to introduce this week's guest medical professional, John Hendricks.
1: And today we welcome from Logan Health, invention, infection, preventivist preventionist <laughs> i don't even know how to say it yeah, yeah. emily Starden. hi emily Yeah, don't be starting with me emily <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good morning. i
1: don't suppose you ever heard that before did you no no yeah, no no <laughs> okay you're with logan health <coughs> i've had yeah, trouble we can saying they've that got, they've got the coolest uh, stuff they wear look at a cool shirt and she has a jacket that, that's that's you guys get the neatest clothes swag yeah yeah, yeah. no uh
0: Infection preventionist. What is your job?
2: That's right. Um, My job is to look at infections in the hospital. I'm um I'm an I'm a nurse under the quality department. So I help uh, as a resource for staff and an advocate for patients. So that when they come into the hospital, they don't leave with any additional souvenirs.
1: Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, this infection stuff. I mean, it's everywhere. It's, it's like Batman, you know? Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere.
2: That's right. It's part of our environment.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you tell the good stuff and the bad oh. stuff?
2: Well, it just depends on how your body reacts to it, um, how your immune system reacts to it. So, definitely, there's good germs out there. I'm not uh, trying to live in a bubble, and um, it just depends on um, what uh, what what occurs and what your body's immune system is able to fight off and not.
0: Okay, now some some types of infections, uh, you guys really. Um, take moves to make sure that they don't happen, which would be like staph infections and uh, stuff like that. So, well, yeah, no, not What is the English word for it, John? <laughs> uh, the, uh, that, that's to make us sound bilingual of stupid. <laughs> but the. Uh,
2: uh, Very contagious infection. Yeah.
0: You know, my, my wife works for the hospital and uh, she tested for something and she had to go home for a few days, you know and it was something she got from a medication at her dentist which uh encourages a certain it's everywhere condition. it's everywhere
2: interesting yeah. yeah
0: and and i guess what it is is the good germs are killed
1: but uh, i don 't know what it is no. that 's why you're here <laughs> <laughs> how How did you come to this position at the hospital
2: um you know it's something i 've always been interested in um i think it's uh, never the same any day um, i have uh, i've always been a person to ask why why mm-hmm. why why ever since I was a kid mm-hmm. um, and so um I like to research i I like to talk to people um and you know i Uh, did a I served in the Peace Corps um, in West Africa and Ghana in 2010 to 2012 and that kind of pivoted um, my career choice to go back to nursing school and I saw a lot of the diseases and illnesses we don't see in um, America. We're very lucky with um, access to hospitals and and clinicians and vaccines and um, it just really uh, motivated me to, to, um, to learn more about this. So when I, after oh. I became a nurse, um, this opportunity opened up, and I've just uh, learned wow. something new every day.
1: All right. I would imagine that, uh, uh, I mean, let's face it, uh, uh, hospitals are places where sick people go, and that would mean that uh, there's a lot of, uh, lot of these kinds of uh, uh, infections uh, seem to congregate at a place like a hospital.
2: Well, you know, um, I think they're just monitored more closely because of the susceptibility of risk of the population that are in the hospital. Um, I think the illnesses in general, like they, they live in all of our environments. And really, um, I think they're watched because um, we, we always watch hand washing, hand hygiene within the hospital because a lot of those germs um, can really travel pretty far um, if, you get busy and don 't wash your hands right away, either as a patient or a staff um, surfaces that you touch and just the modality the way that those germs travel um, you know we 're in respiratory season those so coughing droplets can really um, be a little a little travel mechanism for those germs to go up to six feet and drop on the surfaces and before you know it you 're Grabbing a phone that somebody sneezed nearby and has has those germs, and people touch their faces, you know, up to a hundred times a day. It's just normal human. Human,
1: I could become, I could be someone like a, like a young Sheldon, you know, <laughs> wearing gloves and wearing protective stuff everywhere I go. Just from, yeah. how come we're not all sick and dead by now because of all this?
2: Well, you know, our bodies are really amazing. Um, they're really, really amazing for how, um, how our immune system works. So um, a lot of times when a germ comes into our body, um, which can come in through the the nose or the eyes or any sort of, um, or, um, or mucal, uh, area that can enter into the body. Um, it's usually your mouth or, or your nose or your eyes touching your face, um, um, or if you have a break in your skin, the skin's a really great um, mechanism for protection. Um, your body, if it hasn't seen the germ before, um, will kind of go at it and um, learn about it. And you have all different types of cells that then will build up um, what's called antibodies. So if it sees the germ again, it, it fights it better next time. It's Pretty now, some, some cool. of
0: us. Uh, our immune systems, I guess, are probably jacked up better than others where they're suppressed maybe because of disease or whatever. Is that a factor?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, the um, children are generally at greater risk, especially infants, less than one. Um, uh, elderly adults are usually at higher risk because your body's um, immune system kind of decreases um, just like the rest of your body kind of getting old um, and uh, medications too can be a factor so things like steroids uh, suppress your body's immune um, system um, illnesses anything like um, HIV or cancer um, um, and uh, diabetes so there's a lot of different factors into it
1: so is it true what Nietzsche said that that doesn't kill me will only make me stronger
2: You know, that's one of my personal mottos, especially through the pandemic.
0: (laughs) uh, I I, I guess our bodies, if uh, our immune systems take care of things, if we have an infection or something and they're successful in fighting it, then we've built up antibodies. Do we build up a resistance to that particular Thing then?
2: Um, I wouldn't necessarily say a resistance. Your body still recognizes it. Resistance has more to do with um, antibiotics, and um, if you're mm-hmm. if you're not matching the correct antibiotic with the correct uh, pathogen or germ, um, then that can build a resistance. Or if you're sharing your antibiotics or not taking them um, through their whole entirety of the prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, it's more of just recognizing um, that germ and, and remembering it next time. The body is pretty amazing. <laughs> okay.
1: Like, well, the big germs that are running around right now are the flu. And uh, we're going to talk with Emily starting about that after this.
2: One American dies every 36 seconds due to cardiovascular disease. Hi, my name is Joshua Duchaine. I'm a general cardiologist here at Logan Health Heart and Lung. There are differences between men and women when it comes to symptoms for a heart attack. Women are more likely to have atypical symptoms: shoulder pain, dizziness, shortness of breath, numbness, and tingling in your lower jaw. If you suspect that you're having a heart attack, you should call 911 and be evaluated by a medical professional.
0: Logan Health to your health continues. There again is John Hendricks
1: from Logan Health, infection preventionist Emily Starden is with us. So, how about the flu? Are we uh, are we getting the flu this year like we did last year?
2: Yeah, how about that flu? Um, yes. Yeah, so Montana <laughs> usually sees a flu season generally from October till May. Um, you know, this this year's flu season is predicted to be a little harsher than last year's. We follow trends generally. Um, mm-hmm from the, uh, the flu season on the other side of the hemisphere there, starts in usually Australia, and then we'll follow it. Um, so our flu season here was predicted to peak right around this time, usually the end of December, beginning of January. Um, and we're seeing um, more cases earlier this year and um, a little bit uh, harsher severity of illness.
1: <laughs> and. Uh uh, I guess the, the 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 question I have is the question everybody else has. How do I keep from getting this stuff
2: yeah so the the best way to prevent the influenza is by getting a seasonal vaccination um there's lots of opportunities for it there's no shortages of it um you can get it uh just about anywhere your doctor's office or um grocery store and uh the county so lots of op- lots of opportunities
1: What's the difference between flu and this thing called RSV?
2: Oh yeah, so uh different different uh germs different mechanisms. Um RSV um, has some of the same symptoms um, but generally RSV doesn't um make uh make a healthy adults very sick it can kind of seem like the common cold but it's very dangerous for infants and the elderly um it causes lots of hospitalizations and deaths nationally it usually causes about 300 to 400 deaths wow. um a year and um yep we it's a it's they're both
0: they both not good okay now you you keep saying for the uh, infants and the elderly <laughs> which one are you right yeah, yeah well I'm on the uh, the non-infant end of the spectrum but uh, now uh, the infants I know that they really haven't uh, probably been bombarded by a lot of germs and stuff yet haven't built up a resistance to it there I am with that resistance theory again but uh, what about the elderly Why uh, is that because of well, why is that yeah
2: um you know I think it's just um like your your body um uh you know you're not able to run a marathon the same way at 85 <laughs> that's, as that's you would sure. at 45 so your body is just um, you know, generally uh, a little bit slower. So the of original
0: sudden. manufacturer parts are out of warranty, I
1: guess. Well, you can't <laughs> run as fast now as you did when you were well, 40. That's for bro. sure.
2: You could say that. So your, your <laughs> immune system reacts a little bit slower as okay. well, yeah, the body.
1: Yeah. And
0: okay. other, you mentioned uh, diabetes and other things that yep. would be dragging you down. Yep. We guess. call those
2: comorbidities. So okay. kind of some...
1: What is that term again?
2: Comorbidities. Um, so lots of different um, uh, factors that can affect okay. that.
1: Okay. And we're getting, uh, we're getting a new vocabulary.
0: Here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, I was thinking about over in... And it's in, all in English. Over in Sealy Lake uh, several years ago when they had such bad fires and heavy smoke, they said people with respiratory problems, to begin with asthma and those kind of things, should stay inside not be active So it's kind of the same thing, I guess, depending on whether it's respiratory or whatever.
2: Kind of, yeah. Um, But uh, the the interesting uh, thing for prevention this year is there is now an RSV vaccination. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, very helpful to preventing some of those severity of illnesses.
1: Yeah, and it's not very available yet. Uh, My wife... uh, got one yesterday and now she's demanding that i get one uh, as if i haven't had enough vaccinations already <laughs> this year but but it's certainly one that i want to avail myself of uh, uh, this one is a little bit stronger i think than the flu Vaccine.
2: Yeah, so this, the RSV vaccination was approved by the FDA this year for infants, for pregnant women, um, and for those 60 and older. Um, and so it's a one-time vaccine, whereas the f- influenza is a seasonal vaccine, and now COVID's a seasonal. Um, mm-hmm. They recommend seasonal annual vaccination, so. Yeah.
0: So. Okay. Uh, Would you recommend, like, I haven't gotten the flu or COVID, uh, uh, the the latest COVID thing. Uh, Last time I got flu, COVID, and uh, a a third one, I think maybe it was shingles, all at the same time. (laughs) Uh, Should you spread them out, or is it okay, dude?
2: Yeah, it really just depends on what you want to do. It is okay to do all three of them at one time, um, as long as you... And your provider, whoever is going to be giving you the vaccinations, will know um, to do them in different sites, so different arms, different locations. Well, I
0: only had two arms, three shots, <laughs> so I had to take a choice, you know, but it worked <laughs> out okay. Well, there's one other place they could have stuck you yeah, out. That's
1: right. <laughs> and generally,
2: it's just a little bit lower there on yeah, one okay.
1: arm. <laughs> Emily Starton's our guest, and uh, Robin brought up the old COVID 19. Are we still dealing with that? We'll talk with Emily about that next.
2: One American dies every 36 seconds due to cardiovascular disease. Hi, my name is Joshua Duchesne. I'm a general cardiologist here at Logan Health Heart and Lung. There are differences between men and women when it comes to symptoms for a heart attack. Women are more likely to have atypical symptoms. Shoulder pain, dizziness, shortness of breath, numbness and tingling in your lower jaw. If you suspect that you're having a heart attack, you should call 911 and be evaluated by a medical professional.
0: Logan Health To Your Health continues. Here again is Robin Mitchell. Well, we haven't heard much about uh, COVID-19 lately. Uh, we had some statewide statistics that showed that it was upticking in some places. And now I get a, a text message this morning that uh, a couple that I know, both the husband and wife a husband, had to go to ER this morning with COVID-19. She tested positive, too. So are are we still seeing Cases coming in?
2: We are. We are still seeing hospitalizations with COVID nineteen. Um, you know, the virus has changed massively since it initially, you know, was recognized, um, and um, the severity of illness has changed. But now we are, we are seeing an uptick, um, and um, there are definitely still cases. It never went away.
0: Yeah. Now it's interesting because this couple are older and i they've been staying at home they don't get out because uh, he has another condition, and I'm thinking, well, maybe it was a grandson that came over how How do you get infected if you just stay at home
2: yep um so there's uh lots of different uh ways um that you might not think about as I was talking about earlier, yeah. sort of like the big things are like um to prevent. Any illness um, that it, besides vaccination are um, hand washing really well and, and cleaning surfaces, and, and then definitely yeah. any sort of the contacts that you have. So, whether it be children or a family member or um, a friend coming over, um, you know, sometimes they can be what's called asymptomatic. So, they're not, oh, yeah. they're not sick at all, um, but they can still transmit with that COVID. That's so why I
1: found the, know, the big question I think everybody's asking you hey, I got. I got it. Robin and I got it in a very early going. So are we immune because we... uh We had it before?
2: Um, No, um, you actually can get uh, reinfection with it. Um, (laughs) So um, that's something people ask a lot of times with the the vaccine, which is now recommended um, annually on an annual basis. So if you have had COVID in the last 90 days, they recommend you wait and hold on that vaccine because your body has some of those um, antibodies. It's it's used to seeing that. So Mm -hmm. they just want the vaccine to work as best as possible. So they recommend waiting outside that window, but nope, definitely not immune. You can get reinfection, just like influenza, RSV. You can get so, it again.
0: So, are they approaching uh, this new COVID nineteen kind of like the the flu shots every year, where they're now addressing the variants that are are coming around?
2: Yep, yep. They um, they so anybody um, in September this last year that was approved um, that. If you're six months um, or older to get an annual COVID vaccine booster. What about
1: the people who uh, decided not to get the COVID-19 shot for whatever reason? They chose not to get it. Um, Why don't they change their mind? Can they get it now?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can. You can. Um, there's no one and done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. There's a, a large availability of it. Um, you. Uh, that. You know. There's a couple different uh, types of vaccines. Uh, Pfizer, Moderna. But yeah, you can absolutely um, get an annual. Would
1: you go back to the first one again if you'd never gotten it, and get all the boosters along the way?
2: Nope. Uh, they recommend that you can um, you can alternate. Now, there's some different uh, recommendations for, for children, um, So, and that's something, uh, if you're a parent, to discuss with a pediatrician. But for um, general adults, they recommend that you can just get um, whichever one is available on an annual basis. How are
1: enough people vaccinated now against COVID-19 so we can avoid another pandemic?
2: Oh, that's a big question. Um, I wish I could answer that yeah. with an yeah. absolute yes, but I cannot. Yeah. Um, so, it's, you know, I think it's going to take quite a few years to see. Um, and, and again, I think the way that the virus is, now that they recommend annual boosters, that's sort of like asking the same question with influenza. If everybody gets enough influenza vaccines, will we stop having to do those yeah. yearly? And, and probably not. So we'll probably need those, both of those every year.
1: See, in previous, years robin and i used to trade off he'd get it one year and protect me and i'd get it another year to protect him and well we stopped that nonsense maybe a a decade ago (laughs) and
0: and the funny thing about covid was uh we both got the initial vaccine really early on yeah probably one of the first because we had people coming in all the time, like you, and we wouldn't want to infect you. And uh, Thank you. The, uh, uh, but it, it was the first booster. Okay, it, it'll be ready soon. And then I delayed by a week, and I got it, and then John got it, you know, and I'm going, oh, man. But then same thing. They said, yeah, don't get the booster because you have the actual thing that's building immunity now. But I did get the... Uh, whatever you call it, the, Mm uh... Second dose? No, no, the, uh... The treatment, the infusion. That oh, they, yeah. They, oh, the, the shots yeah. in the tummy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, the thing about getting vaccinated um, with with any of um, any vaccine is it reduces the severity. So it's not a hundred percent proof of insurance that you won't get the illness if you get vaccinated, um, but it um, it significantly reduces your chances of being hospitalized.
0: Yeah, I was told recently, and I I didn't know this. The flu vaccine uh, does not prevent the flu, but it prevents the severity and probably the need to be
1: hospitalized and everything. Yep,
2: absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep.
1: Well, so I guess what you're leaving us with is get our vaccinations and (laughs) wash our hands and, uh, you know, kind of watch out.
2: That's right, yeah. Just um, be careful. Um, Tis the season for Holly Jolly, and also for washing hands and yeah, covering what? those coughs and yeah. getting your vaccines. Oh,
1: gosh. Emily starting, thanks so much. We yeah. sure appreciate You're it. You're
2: welcome. My pleasure. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Please plan to join us again next Tuesday at 1245 for Logan Health's To, to Your, your Health. Health. Part of the KGEZ 2020 News Midday Summary.